Hey everybody, welcome to the first LaVaca podcast. Cool cats and kittens. Cool cats and kittens. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Yeah. Um, you know who else is glad you're joining us? Pastor Stephen sure Smithson. Am. Very thankful um, that you're listening. We also have John over here in the room as well doing hey. some sound mixing of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and last week we did the first five top tips um, for reading your Bible. I'm excited about jumping into these last ones. Are you yeah, ready? I, I I am, but first, uh. I know you're trying to get out of it. I promised all of our faithful listeners that I would play I a know. really obnoxious game with you. That's And I can't let them down. So important. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is I'm going to do rapid fire questions with you. We've done it several weeks ago where you asked me question after question and I had to come up with answers like that. And that means it's more authentic, I think. Yeah. Like what's really on Pastor Stephen's mind? I don't know. Um, so we're going to find These are out. going to bring it out. Huh? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> It'll be right. interesting nonetheless. So I will ask the questions. You say whatever you think of immediately, and we're just going to go through all of them, okay? okay. And there's some really hard-hitting questions. I just want you to know. How, now, how many am I looking at here? Because i got to get mentally prepared. Um, maybe like 15. Wow. Okay. Okay, but we're going to go through them quick. Rapid Don't fire. worry. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Take a deep breath. Probably not. Okay. If coffee was illegal, what would its street name be? Muggy. <laughs> What's the worst injury you've ever had? Ankle. What's a body part you wouldn't mind losing? The thing in your throat. Okay. <laughs> okay, Not that's your tongue, specific. Um, the uh, tonsils. Okay. What nickname did your parents call you growing up? Smitty. Really? No, they came up with no. it? No. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Moron. No, okay. no, that was Stuart. That's what okay. he called me. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Mm. Which weighs heavier, a ton of feathers or a ton of steel? They weigh the same. Oh, I was going to get you on that one. What's the best smell in the world? Mm. Stephanie. Oh! <laughs> Scale of one to ten, how good of a driver are you? Oh, I'm a solid eight. Okay. You have to give a historical figure a wedgie. Who would you choose? <laughs> Histor- like, so they're dead? Yeah. <laughs> that would be really weird to give a dead person a wedgie. <laughs> well, maybe um, when they were historical, living. Historical figure. Um, <laughs> Hitler. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. No doubt. Favorite junk food? Um, oh, man. I, so, ice cream. Okay. What do you stock up on every time you go grocery shopping? Stephanie no longer lets me go grocery shopping <laughs> because... I always come back with things that were not on the list. So, <laughs> John says we always have to have a can of refried beans in the house. He says it's comforting. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Star Wars or Star Trek? Mm, Star Wars. Say good day, mate, in an Australian accent. What? Say good day, mate, in an Australian accent. Good day, mate. Let's <laughs> put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Thank you. Okay. What sound does a seal make? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> What's your favorite carnival or fair food? Uh, the um, 
what's the fried thing? Fried Twinkies? No. Um, it's the cake. Uh, oh, funnel, funnel cake. cakes. Okay. Handlebar mustache or mutton chop sideburns? Oh, I'm going to have to go with the mustache. Okay. And fill Mustache-y. in the blank. Last one. Fill in the blank. John White is? Perfect. Oh! oh. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to your mind. <laughs> John White that's is? It. That's it. However wrong. Doing his uh, toenails, yeah. right? Um, yeah. It's, <laughs> Perfectly. All He's right. doing them perfectly. You know what? Your answers were interesting. You see, here's the here's revealing. The, some would say the the holdup with the junk food. Mm-hmm. The problem is whenever you say ice cream, there's all kinds of ice creams. That, well, what kind of ice creams? Oh, that? I so see. my mind was processing through all of the bluebell <laughs> flavors, and it just took a second. So you know, you go to the grocery store and you're like, I only have so much room in my freezer. And you're just standing there staring with the freezer door open. Which one do I take home? It's like choosing the, choosing the child. <laughs> yeah. Pralines and cream. Mm. Mm. So we're going to pause this episode and mm. go get <laughs> ice, cream. ice cream. All right. Last week, we talked about uh, the first five pro tips for reading your Bible. <laughs> By the way, I did not call them pro tips. That's what you called them. I'm um, ad-libbing because I am a pro podcaster. That's it. <laughs> I just feel like if a pastor is telling you, he is a professional Christian, right? Well. <laughs> They'll be like, that's not right. I, his mother disagrees. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go through the last five now. Um, the first, let's go. I'm just going to read the, the first five. First five, pray before and after you read. Make it a daily habit. Prioritize. Find a quiet place to read. Be comfortable with the Bible you choose. And as you start, plan your attack, how you're going to go about it. Yep. Okay, so number six, we are on read alone or with somebody else yeah. talking about accountability yeah so for some people whenever they get into a habit they uh, i don't want to say that they're self-disciplined enough to be able to do this but yeah maybe that is an issue for some folks mm-hmm. um that you just feel like hey i'm going to be able to do this but about a week and a half in you're like ah, i'm, I'm going to miss a day or two yeah. or a week or mm-hmm. a month and then it's no longer <laughs> a thing so yeah for some people, uh, having an accountability partner mm-hmm. in their reading really works very, very good because they're able to not just read personally, mm-hmm. but someone's going to call and check in and say, hey, did you read the verses that we were going to read today? Mm-hmm. And then you get to bounce that stuff off of one another. Yeah. Hey, what did you learn from it? So we talked uh, last week about how I I often use my Bible app. Right. Um, and one of the coolest things about it with its uh, plans is that you can do them with other people as long as they've got the Bible app. And so you can choose a plan, you can set when you want the reminders to happen, and then you go through the same reading, the same if it's devotional, the same thing, and then there's a place where you can chat about it. So you do it at the same time? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You can do it at different time during the day, but it it reminds both of you to do it and go through it. Um, you can do it with a whole group of people if you want to. So it's pretty cool getting all these different perspectives, having that reminder and um, getting the notes from other. That, that's probably what's most encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. It's not just somebody policing my Bible reading. Did you do this? Or my, yeah, yeah. policing my relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. But it's encouraging to 
wake up in the morning, look down, and like I did one with my friend Sarah, she'd already have written her notes, you know, that she or her questions that she had. And I'd want to go in and be like, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I want to know, yeah. you know, I, I want to be a part of this. And so that's kind of a part of accountability, too, yeah. is um, spurring one another on toward greatness. And if that means that you need to be the one to hold someone else accountable, um, the Bible app's a great way to do it. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that you said there was just really, really good, Kimmy, uh, about uh, accountability is not meant to be policing mm-hmm. your relationship with God. <laughs> yeah. But it is meant to be encouraging your relationship right. with God. And mm-hmm. so um, there, <laughs> we've all probably seen examples of accountability done wrong or gone yeah. wrong. Yes. Um, but I think of, it can be so helpful. Yeah. The show know, The Greatest Loser. Yep. Where they're like screaming at them yep. and they're throwing up on the floor. That's not accountability for losing <laughs> weight. That's bullying. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, accountability, it, you know, think of it like this. Last time I, I referenced a weightlifter and how if you want to get stronger, you've got to be consistent in what right, you're doing. Right. Everybody, it's not a good idea to lift alone. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've got to have someone to spot you. Mm-hmm. You've got to have someone that's there. And so in, in that regard, I think it's really helpful to have someone right. reading through Scripture with you, um, especially if you're just getting started mm-hmm. with it. Another part of like having an accountability partner with the weightlifting thought is that that person knows your limits, and if you haven't gotten there. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of bullying you like policing someone who is holding you accountable will be like well let's keep going let's yeah. keep going that's let's let's dig deeper you know one and, more rep mm-hmm, exactly one more rep. exactly all right number seven write it down that is something that i am doing more and more of mm-hmm. on everything in my life um, <laughs> is that an age thing could be i hear it doesn't get any better as well but um Man, so a lot of people, um, they they open their Bible with a mm-hmm. notebook and they're constantly journaling. Whether it's they're in their Bible or um, you know in a separate notebook, mm-hmm. um, but they're writing down both prayers and things that they're learning in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Man, what a blessing that is to go back after you've been doing it for months and yeah. see. Oh, these are the ways that the Lord answered mm-hmm. those prayers that I prayed. Yeah. These are the things that I've been tracking and learning mm-hmm. and studying. And so um, most, you know, just in an academic setting, Mm -hmm. most people would say after you have learned something, if you'll take 15 minutes after you've gotten out of that class or whatever and write down what it is that you learned that day, your retention is much, much better. I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. That was pretty cool. So if you'll take some time to write it down, like most every day whenever I leave the office, Mm -hmm. the last thing that I do as I go through and make a list of mm-hmm. these are the things that I did today and yeah. um, these are the things that I need to do tomorrow that I didn't get done today. Mm-hmm. And so that it just keeps it fresh on our minds because you've put it in your mind. Yeah. There's something about that going from your mm-hmm. fingers into the computer or if you're, yeah. if you're old school, from your fingers to a pencil that's writing mm-hmm. it on paper. Um, but it, it absolutely reinforces right. it. Something something to do with writing it down that, that helps your brain process. Mm-hmm. What's going on in your in your in your mind? I actually keep a journal in my purse. Did you know yeah, that? I yeah. did not know that. Um, and so I'll bring it out 
uh, we, you know, we talked about the the first episode. We talked about prayer. That makes sense. I've seen after. John reading a journal in your office mm-hmm. several times. I thought, what, yes. what's he doing? <laughs> it's it's not it's not a diary. It's a it's a Explain Bible journal. What's the difference between a Bible uh, or a, a diary and, and a journal? I don't go. Dear Jesus, today, <laughs> I, oh my gosh, John wore the same thing as me today, and I'm so ticked off about it. If John wears the same thing as you ever, John's probably going to have to find well, another Well, you job. can see we have the same we have the same leopard print um, heels on today. I did so. notice the color of his toenail polish is the same as yours. But. He asked to not have a mic on this one, and I think he's regretting it. He's regretting it, it yeah. no doubt. Um, but I do. I keep it in there. Um, I'll pull it out on Sundays and write notes. Sometimes you'll tell us to write something down, mm-hmm. um, but I do write, you know, my question or, oh man, we're reading a scripture, and I'm like, ooh, that hurts. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Um, as far as prayer goes, we talked about praying before and after, and sometimes that can be really challenging mm-hmm. um, for people who are like, okay. That's my first stumbling block to reading the Bible is praying, and it's so intimidating. I don't know the right words. You are literally talking to God. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody taught me how to start praying, and it was to make a list. Yeah. Um, you start at the beginning, and you write the things that you love about God, His qualities, the things that you're amazed by, the things you're grateful for. And then, you, yeah, then you start writing your blessings the things that he's done, um, the things he, you see in other people's lives, and then you write your requests, and you make this list, and then all you do is go through it. Lord, you're amazing. Lord, you are a provider. I, I am grateful for, yeah. um, you know, and then you go through, thank you for this, and then you end with, Lord, help me, you know, with this thing coming up, you know, and, and it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, but with- I write in my journal that way as well. With writing things down, um, one of my favorite m- moments here as uh, as pastor, I'd been here for just a couple of, of weeks, mm-hmm. and um, one of our ladies in the church that was um, just nearing her nearing the end of her journey mm-hmm. um, in life, Miss Ann Staten, she came up to me and she had a notebook in her hand, and she said, "This is going to be for all of your sermons that I get to listen to." I just want you to know, I'm taking notes. And for for a, awesome. a lady that has walked with the Lord mm-hmm. longer than I've been alive, yeah, um, to still be looking for what can God's Word teach me, mm-hmm. um, man, what an incredible thing! Yeah. And that she was taking notes and still learning and mm-hmm. and going through. Um, it just it's super challenging. And again, to be able to go back and look at what. Um, You've written in days gone by. Yeah. Really, really helpful. And one of the coolest things, um, the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade girls, um, their teacher in Sunday school is teaching them to take notes. She gave them all little notebooks. And Mm -hmm. so my daughter, Olivia, is in sixth grade. And every Sunday, she pulls out her notebook in the service, the adult service, and she writes pages of notes. That's awesome. And she writes questions to herself Mm -hmm. and and the verses down, and maybe she doesn't spell everything right. Um, but and she's building a habit. It is, and maybe she's never going to look at this book again. See, that's a thing. You don't have to go back and look at it, but it's processing. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. Yeah. All right, number eight, memorize as you read. Yep, so if you read a chapter, you ought to be able to get up and recite that entire chapter. Really? Right? I, I wish. I, I wish. fail. <laughs> I cannot do Next. that. Next. Yeah. No, um, what I mean by that is 
understand the concepts that you're reading about. If you mm-hmm. get to the end of a chapter and you're like, I don't have any idea what I just read. <laughs> well, then there's there's a problem with the comprehension side of yeah. that. So go back and pull some concepts. Mm-hmm. Begin to – so we like I said last week, we've been yeah. going through the book of Jonah. Mm-hmm. Um, you ought to be able to create – pretty easily for yourself if you read through Jonah chapter one. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what Jonah's hap- – this is what's happening yeah. in chapter one. So m- memorize as you're reading through, memorize the key components and the constructs of, of what's what's going on right mm-hmm. here. Why is it – why is he doing these things? Ask questions of the text and right. be, you know, allow yourself to go into those places. Maybe it would be helpful for you to memorize a key passage or a key verse in that chapter um, that that guides your thoughts and helps you remember things, but um, memorization, being able to say this is what chapter one means, this is what chapter two means. If you're studying through a book of the Bible, extremely helpful mm-hmm. because you are going to come back to it at some point, right? And to be able to say, yeah, I know what that's about. Mm-hmm. This happens here, and this happens here. Those memorization things will take you much further yeah. than just trying to read a chapter and then dropping the Bible. Oh. We- Scripture is meant to be shared. Yep. It's you are supposed to pass on God's word, and you're not always going to have a Bible. No, that's right. And I'll tell you, sometimes you will not think of the right wording or mm-hmm. verse, you know, but if you say, I know that this is what happened, mm-hmm. this is what Jesus did, yep. you know, and this is the circumstance, and this is how God showed up, that's, that's memorizing the story. I think, you know, with our little kids, we don't often read straight <laughs> straight from the scripture for you know 3 year olds because mm-hmm. they're not going to understand yeah. but we tell them the story of Jonah yep. the story of the big fish yep. and what God did in very basic terms and they memorize it mm-hmm. my 3 year old can tell you maybe not word for word or perfectly but that's how you start yeah what are the main concepts the big ideas in this and what did God do exactly so being able to Mm-hmm. To hold those things in your mind will be an encouragement and a blessing as right. you continue to go throughout your days. Right. All right. Number nine, ask questions after you've read. So we kind of already touched on that. But yeah. Question your pastor. Yeah, he loves it. I do um, <laughs> on some things. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, there's there's a way that I was taught to read the Bible. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever whenever I got to seminary, um, and I, I wish that someone would have told me, Hey, this is a great approach mm-hmm. early, and they probably did. I just was dumb and wasn't <laughs> listening. But um, there's three words that um, it's called the inductive Bible study method. Mm-hmm. But there's three words that really guide your time in your Bible reading. And the first is observation, and that's just where you're asking, "What did the text say?" So whenever I've read this, what did this passage have to say? And that's kind of what we were talking about there with Jonah chapter one, being mm-hmm. able to say. These are the things that were happening in Jonah chapter one. Yeah, um, being able to ask, so what what was going on here? What was going on there? Mm-hmm. Being able to kind of work through that to tell the factual story, right? Okay, you, you want to be able to, yeah, just that tell mm-hmm. the factual story. Be okay. able to not repeat. necessarily quote it, but mm-hmm. repeat what's going on. Yeah, um, the second would be interpretation, and that's where you're you're moving from. What did it? What did it say? You're not to app. The third one is application, which is now how do I take this and apply it to my life and mm-hmm. let it change me. But interpretation really is where you're going through and asking what does this, what does this mean? Not just what did it say, right? But but what does it mean? Um, mm-hmm. Because oftentimes 
what's being said and what's being meant. It's not that they're two different things, but they're mm-hmm. they're two different approaches. Well, um, we've talked about how you need to dig into the history of it right. to find out who they're talking to and why. Yep. So it's not just they went here, they did this. Why, why did they go there? Yep. Why did they make those yeah. choices? Why was this important that God moved in this specific way? Like yep. culturally, did it mean something? Things like that. Because language changes, mm-hmm. but meaning doesn't. Yeah. And so being able to look at something and say, not only this is what happened, but this is why it happened, mm-hmm. and this is what that means realistically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last part of it is application. Um, so what does this passage mean for me? Mm-hmm. Notice I didn't say, what does this passage say to me? Right. Um, but what does this passage mean for me? Um, so it, it, Scripture doesn't change for me than it does for you. It doesn't right. say something differently to me as it does to you because right. it can only mean what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where that's where interpretation is so right. important. But application, now how do I apply it to my life, my situations, yeah. my circumstances? I'm in a different place than you. Right. And that all of that plays into the way that we read and interpret and study mm-hmm. the Bible. So uh, observation, what do the texts say? Uh, interpretation, what does the passage mean? And then application, uh, what does it mean for me? How do I change my life in order to conform it closer to what Scripture's having to say to me? What I would say, what I would suggest is maybe writing those things down in your journal. Yeah. Every, every time. Every time you open it, write observation, interpretation, application. And yep. if that's how you process things, write what it says, then write what it means yeah. and dig into that, figure it out. And then what does it mean for me? Yeah. Writing that down. And that is a good, that would be a good, not easy, but um, effective way oh, it's, to start studying the Bible. You don't have to be super biblically intelligent. You absolutely don't. You just start. But this will be the thing that will help you become that. Mm-hmm. And, um, Again, I know for for young preachers or folks that have come and said, hey, I'm really wanting to learn to study the Bible. I, I'm, I'm tired of having to go to Lifeway <laughs> and buy a new Bible study every time. Yeah. I want to be able to read God's Word. This is, this is the journey that I have encouraged them to go on. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's the way that I approach not just my own personal Bible study time, but whenever I'm preparing a message, mm-hmm. those are the first three words that I write in yeah. my my process because mm-hmm. I've got to know what's going right. on in order to be able to eventually get it to the application part. But if you start mm-hmm. with application, ah, you're going to miss so much, and you're probably right. going to get some things wrong. Right. So, first two are extremely important. Right. All right. Our last. Our last one. Number ten. Persevere. Persevere. Keep reading. Just keep going. Keep going. You Just know keep, my favorite three keep words. Reading. <laughs> Keep moving forward. Yep. Um, Walt Disney said it, but um, it's something that has been a, an ongoing thing in my ministry because mm-hmm. anything that's good, like we've said previously, mm-hmm. doesn't happen quick. It takes right. time, takes effort. Nothing becomes second nature without doing it over and over mm-hmm. and over again. So don't get discouraged if you miss a day or two. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't get discouraged if you get behind on a Bible reading plan. Keep going. Persevere. Yeah. The, the worst thing that you can do is just throw your hands up in the air and say, I guess I'll have to continue to go to the professionals to yeah. figure out what God's Word has to say. Right. That's not the way that God's Word was meant to be for your right. life. So, You're not supposed to just come on Sundays. No, not at all. Expecting someone else to interpret everything for you nope. and taking it as, well, 
gospel truth. Scripture is meant to be you a part should be of your digging daily it life. in. Yeah, you should be digging in. You should be thinking about it, so that when you come to those points where we rally together yep. and practice Christianity in a big room all together, that you can say, "Huh, is that what I've read before? Mm-hmm. Huh, what do I do with that?" You know, and 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 that that's where the growth happens. Um, I agree, and like you're saying, with weightlifting, if you if you start keep going, yeah, you got to keep going to build it up. You don't start with a thousand pounds, unless you're John. Unless you're John White, then you do who's it. flexing right now. You know, I just I keep thinking about Home Depot, their phrase. What's that? You can do it. We can help, and and that's oh, really like the that. way. That's really a way that I think I'd like for us to end this podcast. Just reminding you, you can do this. This is you've been mm-hmm. given the whole. If you're a Christian, you can read the Bible and you can understand it. You, you may not today, but if mm-hmm. you will make it a daily part of your life, asking the Lord, God, help me with this, mm-hmm. and just practicing some of these little tips that we've given you along the way, mm-hmm. I really think that next year at this time you will be on your way to becoming a spiritual giant because most people don't treat Bible study as a critical component mm-hmm. of their life. And I'm telling you, if you want to grow as a Christian, you got to get in the Word. Yeah. And you say we can help. I just want you to know there are people who know more about the Bible than you. Absolutely. And some of you are going, duh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you find spiritual mentors. And if you need one, we'd love to help you find one. Yeah. Um, if you're like, you know what, I've been at a place where I struggled and I would love to help somebody else, great. We've got places for you to serve and mm-hmm. for people that um, really could use the help. Um, but don't stop because you don't understand. Yep. Don't stop because you don't think you have time. I promise that you do. <laughs> don't stop um, because X, Y, and Z, any number of reasons. Um we, do, we would love to help you with that. I, I had a guy one time that was the most busy guy I think I've ever been around. Mm-hmm. And he made a habit and a priority of making God's Word mm-hmm. something that he built his life around. He great business owner. Mm-hmm. And um, one day I asked him about it, and he said, I, I wish that I could be like that with you, as you are. Yeah. Um, uh, just several components of his life. And he said, you can. And I said, no, my mind doesn't work that way and this and that. And he said, you've got as many hours in the day as I do. Hmm. It's what you do with the time that you've got. And you're going, I was like, well, crap. I wish no, I got- me. <laughs> what do I do with that? <laughs> yeah, but I have to wake up four more hours early. But, you know, the truth is you've got just as much time as anybody else. And your time may be prioritized mm-hmm. differently than other people. Mm-hmm. But you've got the same amount of time. So. Mm-hmm. Use it wisely. Yep. Allow God's word to permeate your heart yep. so that you can stand firm. I love day. it. I love it. Before we go, what is your favorite verse? Uh, you know, I, I really don't. All of them. I, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I've got a favorite per se. Um, I've got a lot of them that, that guide me, mm. but um, th- that are that are really close. Mm. Uh, I'll just throw out the John 3.16. Okay. Um, it's a great verse the that gospel. helps us get where we're going. So mine is Joshua one nine. That's Silas's. 
It's one that has been my favorite since I was a little kid. Do you know what it is, John? strong and courageous. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Whenever Saab was little and he was putting it to memory, Mm -hmm. he couldn't say courageous. It was creageous. Creageous. I love it. As someone with anxiety, that was like the verse that I would quote over and over as I'm shaking. Um, So memorize. I love it. All right. I'm going to say it. You cool cats and kittens. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us today on the First Lavaca podcast. You can connect with us online at firstlavaca.com. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss out on exciting new content. Have a great week.